Okay, so today we have a ray of sunshine in the studio. Lori Carlson's here to talk about her favorite hobby. So what's your hobby, Lori? Uh, my hobby would be running. What kind of music do you listen to when you are running? Uh, I like all different kinds of music, but I find when I'm running, um, it generally needs to have an upbeat, happy beat to it so that yeah. I can... I can have a pretty quick pace. You know, if you listen to slow songs when you're running, you <laughs> drags you down. Yeah, you just don't go very fast. <laughs> Welcome, my friends, to a Little Brighter podcast, where we interview a seemingly ordinary person with a seemingly ordinary hobby and find the extraordinary love and passion that makes our world a little brighter. I'm your host, Nicole Graff. Lori Carlson is a glass half full kind of woman and happens to be my sister-in-law. Her story is truly inspiring, and with every great tale, there is a beginning. How did you get into running in the first place? Oh, let's see. I broke my foot about 10 years ago, and I wasn't a runner then. And I never really ran. But when I was doing therapy, the doctors told me that they didn't think I'd be able to run, that I was actually lucky to walk. And so all of a sudden, I really wanted to run. And so I started running circles in my backyard, and a lot of girls were running in my neighborhood. And so as soon as I was brave enough, I took it out on the street and would run just a mile and then two and then three. And then pretty soon I was running with a group of girls and haven't really stopped running since. So that's awesome. Why do you continue to do it? I mean, I know at first it was kind of like this challenge of I want to kind of prove that yeah. I can do it. But, you know, I yeah. mean, that's 10 years ago. So why do yeah. you keep doing it? Um, I think I just have learned to love it. I just love it. It clears my head. It's a stress reliever for me. I'm a social person and I get my social needs out of it <laughs> with my running friends. Uh -huh. And so I don't really do it for any other reason than I don't know. I just actually enjoy it. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Weird. You just said that it helps you to clear your head. Um, what are some of the things that you need to clear your head from? Um, just being a wife and a, and a mother of six and all the stresses that come with that in life. And you can just have a busy day. I've, I've been working a little bit lately, too. And so I'll work in the mornings and and take care of kids, get them off, and then homework and dinner and all those things. And then at the end, it's my time. And I just can go out and run and just shake it all off and feel rejuvenated when I'm finished. Yeah, that's good. So when you run with your friends, um, do you guys solve the world's problems? <laughs> we think we do. <laughs> Even if you don't, you solve your own problems, yeah. right? <laughs> got it all figured out we can start out with just frustration and and yeah ready to punch someone in the face and by the time <laughs> we're done we're ready to take the world on so it's it's awesome I always tell people if you want to get to know someone run with them because it's dark half the time in the early morning hours and <laughs> no one's getting ready and so there's no it's <laughs> just simply you're talking and you're just figuring yeah. it all out and even if you're not figuring it out you're talking it through and and that just helps. Yeah. It's just raw. Like, yeah. it's just who that person really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no filters. It's just, yeah. just you. And then we always say, what's said in running stays in running. 
talk it out, run it out. I love the simplicity of words, but sometimes life isn't so simple. I asked Lori if there was ever a time she couldn't use running to deal with life's challenges. Her response struck me to the core because I remember 2011 all too well. My dad passed away in December, and soon after, Lori's son, Jace, caught his shirt on fire and was severely burned. He spent months at Primary Children's Hospital, which put Lori and my brother Micah frequently traveling across the state. We gladly took care of their five young children during that stressful time, along with my own mother, who was ill. My oldest son graduated from high school in the spring, and on top of all that, I trained and ran my first marathon in the fall. By the end of that year, we were all simply exhausted. Five years ago, uh, my son was burned, and so we had to go to the burn unit in Salt Lake for about two months. And I had my running friends would tell me to take my shoes so that I could help, you know, it would help my with my stress. I could run while I'm up there, but I just couldn't do it. I would run, and I just it, I felt more frustrated by the time I was finished. There was just too much going on in my head that was difficult to handle emotionally and it just wasn't I didn't enjoy it I didn't enjoy the area I didn't know the area either yeah and so and I didn't have my part of the reason I run is for social and I didn't have that social network there either being able to be with your friends and having that support and like that person that you can bounce things off of and it was cold it was in January it was snowy and cold and icy roads it was on a hill top really the hospital's up on that hill and so the, the whole for everything that I love it for was not in that right dynamic right so it's almost like it's not the running for you it's totally the social <laughs> yeah, and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and just getting out and getting the fresh air right yeah. I mean it's yeah. just mm-hmm. it's just an outlet more than anything not necessarily the I running. love the running it's right. just yeah. I gotta get out I mean out. who loves running yeah <laughs> Although Lori wasn't in the right place for running, it didn't stop her running buddies. Looking to be supportive in any way they could, her friends got together and hosted a 5K run titled The Race for Jace. Hundreds of people from their community signed up and donated to the cause. Yeah, they um, decided to put together a little fundraiser for him. They, they called it The Race for Jace, and it was just a little 3K, and it was... Um, friends and neighbors and family and just actually it was people I I mean like I said that was five years ago and I have people that I meet today that say that say I I was there I ran the race for Jace and it's just the coolest feeling oh that was you guys so yeah it's really fun that we had not just the people we know and that support and love us but it was the whole community people that we didn't even know showed up and supported him and and they had the firefighters there and the radio station and Jace was there and he still had a little feeding tube in, and he w- he was fresh out of the hospital for six weeks, so he was really weak. And yeah, and I remember that he he kind of threw up, and it was it was hard, but just I don't know, getting out of the hospital and being there and having that support, he got better quick after that race. Yeah, like it was just a momentum for him. It's just what he needed emotionally to, to just, lift it his was, spirits mm-hmm. and like help him. And, like, you guys, too. I yeah, mean, even too. just, like, the whole family. Like, I just yeah. remember that day, like, having um, 
all that support. Like I was shocked how many people showed up. Like we're talking hundreds. It was like amazing. Yeah. yeah. And just everybody coming together and like it was just really cool to have your friends organize that. Yeah. And that all had to do because you would run with these yeah. girls, you know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I thought it was really amazing. Yeah, it was a, a super neat experience. All the money made from the event was given to help pay for Jace's medical bills and travel. It has been a long road full of miracles, and as of today, Jace can do basically what any other kid can do. I got some troubles, but they won't last. I'm gonna lay right down here in the grass. And pretty soon all my troubles will pass, cause I'm a shoo-shoo-shoo. Oh, let's see. So I know that you were saying that when you were running up north, it was really hard. So what is it about St. George that you like the running? So St. George is just kind of geared for they've got their paths and their trails that are specific for biking and running and so it makes it easier and then I just like the beauty of St. George I love the red rocks and the white rocks and the behind that and the purple mountains behind that yeah there's just so much to look at yeah it's just beautiful and the weather's so great and yeah definitely So I want to ask you, um, do you feel like you have a spiritual connection or is there any connection with God when you're running? I think it just brings out gratitude for me. I think I just, when I'm running, I feel grateful. I feel grateful for the earth and I feel grateful for a body that can run and be active. And I just feel alive and, and grateful that I can be alive yeah. and can do those things and um I remember a lady saying that a lot of times when you race, when you're thinking of something specific that you're grateful for or that you, if you can donate that race basically to somebody or something, then you always race better. Better. Oh, yeah. So when it's not about you yeah. and you can kind of shift your thinking yeah. to another place that you have a better outcome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, or like, like I remember one race I did, I donated it to the young women that I was serving at that time. And I had, it was the best race. I had one of my best times because my focus was on each individual girl and my love for them and my appreciation for what they have to offer in this world. And the race was over in no time because my thoughts were somewhere else and I was happy and smiling the whole race. And yeah. And it was a really good race. That's cool. That's cool. I've never thought of it that way. So let's talk for just a little bit um, about your races. Do, you just said that you do run races or you have. So can you tell me a little bit about your races? And Yeah. my So my very first race was the St. George Marathon. My second race was the Bryce Canyon Half Marathon. That and one was fun. <laughs> that one way fun. And that's yeah. crazy. You would start with a marathon. like. <laughs> Because, I mean, the difference between a marathon and a half is huge. Huge, yeah. You know, like, yeah. I can do a half marathon. And, yeah. I mean, and I'm not a runner at all, really. But to do, like, to go straight into a marathon, that cracks me up. <laughs> but I've heard people say that have ran a half first, that they could never do a, a marathon. 
Oh, really? You know, because they do the half and yeah. it's hard. And they're like, and they're uh, like there's done. no way I could double that. Yeah. <laughs> and so to do the hard stuff first, oh, the 13 is easy, you know? And I actually did the opposite. I did a marathon and then I did a half marathon and then I did a 10K. You're like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, this is easy. I'm not wasting my time on 10Ks. <laughs> but by the time the second marathon came around, after, after having some experience, yeah. I had a way better time because you just learn those things that you can't really learn any other way other than experiencing it, but to pace yourself and to, I trained less mm-hmm. for that one than I did the first one. And I had like a half an hour better time. Yeah. So do you think anybody can run? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Anyone can run. I think the key to running is consistency. That's it. That's all it is, is being consistent and just progressively adding a little bit more and more miles to your runs. Yeah. And you could do it. You can do it, Nicole, right? (laughs) Barely. (laughs) You did it. I'm like the slowest runner. (laughs) I mean, I'll have people pass me that are, oh, more than double my age. Oh, yeah. Maybe sometimes double my, my height and size. And they're kicking my bum. They're like, yeah, <laughs> passing me like I'm standing still. So it is true. Anyone can it do it. It is true. Like I had, like a 60 year old, yeah, pass me when yeah. I ran the marathon, and yeah. I was super slow. And she's like, yeah, this is like my 20th <laughs> marathon this year. You're like, I hate you. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Anyway, I had a girl pass me on the back of her T-shirt. It said, "If I'm passing you, that's sad." <laughs> your shirt (laughs) you're like i'm gonna cry now (laughs) that's funny okay um laurie do you have a secret hobby i don't know if it's secret but i really like decorating i don't know i've moved a lot unfortunately (laughs) and so i've always learned to revamp what i have and reuse what i have and i just I, i have a love for decorating and seeing things beautiful and comfortable and <laughs> yeah yeah like you're really good at that like you have a good eye for things and and it, do you think it's something that you'd ever like want to do or like you know I've thought about it and I really would love to do it I think I, I have to get over that fear of maybe what I like it may not be what other people like like other people's style like I have a friend that likes purple and zebras and <laughs> And I wouldn't know what to do with that. So, like, if you start a business doing that, you have to be able to yeah. decorate for any style. And I don't know if I'm there because I, I think I'm good at what my style is. Mm-hmm. But I think that I'd have to be a little more comfortable with the laws of decorating so that you could decorate any type or any style or any color, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I think I'd have to. Well, I think you would be good at it because um... – you're really good at connecting with people and getting to know people. And I think that's like half the battle of decorating for someone is once yeah, you get true. to know them. Then, then you know what they like. and they're, yeah. yeah. But I, if you do it as a business, you don't always know. Yeah. People call you up and say, hey, and you don't know them either. So yeah. it might just be like running. You might have to just do a few. <laughs> Maybe you would have to run with all your clients I have for a to month. Run. And then you <laughs> it's a requirement. <laughs> Then you could decorate for them. (laughs) I love it. Well, thanks for being here, Lori. Thank you for having me.
Thank you for listening to this episode of A Little Brighter Podcast. Our podcast is produced by Jessica Neiman and hosted by yours truly, Nicole Graff. If you are interested in being interviewed for a future episode and sharing what makes your world a little brighter, please shoot us an email at a little brighter podcast at gmail.com. We will be back this time next week. Hope you will tune in. And in the meantime, keep shining. I'm bumping and grinding. No, that's not the yeah. right way. I'm, I'm just with the grind like, of no, life I'm now. Like, not bumping and grinding. What the heck? I'm doing that too, right? Okay. Oh, gosh. All right. These are so. up, right?